0: At Knox Strips, our mission is to improve the health of our community through the utilization of IV hydration therapy. IV therapy offers a wide range of benefits that cannot be ignored. Whether you're looking to improve your immune system, stay hydrated, or get over that game day hangover, you can be confident that our passionate and experienced team at Knox Strips will have an option that fits your needs. We are mobile and proud to serve Knoxville and the surrounding areas anytime, day or night. To learn more or book an appointment, please visit KnoxStrips.com.
1: Football season isn't going the way we want it to. Some things you can't rely on. Some things you can't trust. Marcos Garza is not one of those things. I'm proud to partner with him for the Reeds Ranch podcast. If you find yourself or a loved one or a friend needing legal representation this football season, do the smart thing. Trust the Garza law firm. He won't let you down. He won't overthrow you. He won't underthrow you. He'll just throw it to you. 865 540 8300. That's the phone number online 24 7 at garzalaw.com. GarzaLaw.com 865-540-8300 east tennessee's premier dui defense lawyer criminal defense lawyer and personal injury lawyer before you say guilty say garza
2: i mean this is the last stand <laughs>
3: 11 in a row, 11 in a row, 11 in a row. Enough.
2: (laughs) 38 in a row. I did 38
5: on Easter Point when we were whipping
3: that ass.
5: Ranch gang, stand
3: up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all.
4: Right,
1: Seth, you should have an invite to co-host. Can you hear me, Seth? Are you good to go? Yep, can you hear me?
4: Yep. What's up, brother? Not much. Just got home. Busy night? Yeah, I've been with my dad all day, well, all afternoon. He was helping me with some house stuff, and we went back to... Mom and dad's to eat dinner.
1: So you missed Bryce Harper hit two home runs?
4: No, I watched it.
6: Was your dad sick? No,
4: to leave. Say what? I think he just – he thinks they're going to – they're just – they don't have any pitching. They, the, everybody's hurt. I mean, he's just – he's a realist.
1: They also just can't win in Philadelphia.
4: I mean, like, look, at the end of the day, the Braves, like, had this super suspicious season that is pretty absurd. But the Phillies have better players.
1: Yeah, I don't want to lose our audience by talking about the Braves, but there was some the, there was the uh, some shenanigans going on. We, we, we talked about the whistling and the discord. There was some weird stuff going on. It raised some red flags for sure.
4: The season was, was extremely suspicious. They've been pretty bad in the playoffs except for like one inning at home. It just,
1: I don't know, man. Don't also know. important to note that in 2021, all the Dodgers were hurt. But we don't have to talk about this right now. I don't want to lose the audience. So it is, uh, what, three days away from A&M? We didn't yeah. do a spaces last week, but we did a podcast. We didn't do a podcast this week, but we're doing a spaces. So I don't really know how you're feeling about the game as we're three days away. How are you feeling about the game? Not that good. Okay, good. Because everyone else I'm talking to is very confident, and I don't feel that way. I'm hoping. I
4: think, I think we're going to lose right now.
1: I'm, I'm hoping that the the spaces tonight some people can fire us up because I, I watched a lot of the AM Alabama game and I think AM's quarterback sucks and I think we're gonna create a bunch of pressure but I also think that we're not gonna be able to run the ball against them and it's gonna come down to Joe Milton. Like Jalen Milrow made some pretty good deep throws especially and, you know, Jermaine Burton made some good catches. So, like, we're going to have to have somebody step up in the receiving core to give us a chance. Because Burton,
4: I don't think he's that good, but he was special on Saturday, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the best thing that's going for Tennessee in this game is AM's coaches. Yeah. Because uh, I think don't think DJ Durkin's done very well. Yeah. And Jimbo sucks. Alabama made an effort
1: to get number 28. If you are looking for a mark on Saturday, whoever number 28, whatever cornerback, or whatever receiver that cornerback is guarding, that is who we should throw the ball to because I want to say like seven of Jermaine Burton's catches felt like they were against him, and he was letting him have it every time he caught it. He was talking trash to him. So it, it seemed like Tommy Reese was trying to get that match up I don't know if Tennessee will, like, isolate that matchup and try to get somebody in particular on him, but whoever number 28's guarding, that's
4: the mark. And that's what won Alabama the game. And what didn't make any sense was that Texas A&M, like, refused to put a safety deep. It was very odd. They just, like, kept – like, the one throw Jalen Milrow can make is the deep ball. That's it. And they just kept letting him make it over, over – I will say this, like – Alabama's offensive line sucks. It's not good. Right. So, I'm not saying ours is. I'm just saying I I don't know that I wouldn't be surprised if we had more success on the ground than Alabama did.
1: Well, Alabama had no success on the ground. So, if you take the sacks out, they had like 40 yards rushing. If you include the sacks, they had, I think, 22 yards rushing. They had no success. And Jalen Milro, you know, I don't know if the rumors about his hamstring were true or whatever, but he didn't run at all. He had a long of 12 yards. I know that we don't really anticipate Joe will run at all. So Here's like that, what I'll say. That should kind of be a
4: watch. Go ahead. Is that Tyler Van Dyke had all day to throw. It was, yeah. it was a completely clean pocket. Now, I know Cristobal can coach the offensive line well. They have good players, blah, blah, blah. But, like, Taliban Dyke might have as well been playing seven on seven. You know, it's. And I'm just so I'm not. I just think Alabama's offensive line is bad. I think they are bad. I think their defense is going to waterboard us in Tuscaloosa.
1: Well, Well, we'll worry about Tuscaloosa next week, Seth.
4: But I think their offensive line is pretty bad.
1: Texas whipped Alabama's offensive line, and Texas hasn't really done that to anybody else since then.
4: Alabama it, fans got to be sick that Quinn Ewers has been atrocious at deep balls his entire career except for one Saturday, and it was against them.
1: Well, I thought in the first quarter of last year in Austin, he threw a couple good deep balls. He too, threw one them. at the
4: beginning, but like his numbers – I saw a stat about his numbers it's unreal how bad he's been at the deep ball. I was oh, stunned.
1: That's funny, because after the Alabama game, I tweeted that he throws the best deep ball in college.
4: Well, it's, it's, beautiful. <laughs> it's, so it's beautiful. It's so
1: pretty. It's so pretty. Even that Hail Mary, he got hit, and it launched into the sky. Well,
4: it's, it's gorgeous. I mean, it's absolutely
1: gorgeous deep ball. I'm hoping that uh, people can fire us up. So let's open up the phone lines, slash the Twitter spaces, whatever we're calling this, because we got one – we got one comment so far. And it says Tennessee space with a low T because the joke is that we are low T right now. That comes from big KVM guy. He's calling we us call T like he's calling us low T. Well, that's just how I feel on Wednesday. You know what I will say is that I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing that we have going for us is that this game is in Knoxville. We do not lose inside Neyland Stadium, and Texas A&M does not win on the road. That's what you can hang your hat on. Yep. I mean, they haven't – You know, outside of the COVID year, they've won one road game, and that was against Missouri. In 21, yeah. Yeah. Let's grab Bob, my favorite caller, my favorite person. What's up, Bob?
7: Are you guys fucking serious right now? (laughs) Are you afraid of Texas A&M? Have you watched them play football this year? Heat us up, Bob. Let's go. Win me over. I mean, I watched an Alabama game, and those guys are just – aside from the defensive line, which looked pretty good, and as you guys just discussed very extensively, how much of a problem
4: with that is Alabama's – Atrocious offensive line. I think Alabama's offensive line is atrocious. I think the reason we lose is because of Joe Milton. I think with Hindenhooker Hooker, we probably Stop win. It. Stop there. it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop I think it! We win Stop like it! Stop it! Seventeen points with Hinden Hooker.
3: Bob, the the, Bob,
1: the good news is that our quarterback is really good against pressure.
4: You, Bob,
7: we talked about this. You just, way. you just, you just spent three solid minutes talking about how Tyler Dick Van Dyke from Miami didn't face any pressure.
4: We have Cooper Mays back. We're not even worried about. Bob, <laughs> oh, yes, Bob Jim, go to the Cooper. top 25 and, and name a quarterback in there that wouldn't have Tennessee undefeated right now. That's not what we're talking about. We're <laughs>
7: talking about beating Texas A&M, which isn't going to be a problem this week.
1: Bob, Bob, the spread is three. The, oh, the, the spread, spread is three.
7: Oh, my God, the
8: spread is three.
1: Okay. Okay, time out for a second. I'm gonna have to put your phone on fraud watch because you're you're buffering. You're screaming too much. You need to take it down. You're at an eleven, Bob. You need to take it down to an eight because your phone can't handle it.
7: Listen, I'm screaming because you're upsetting me, John. You, your, you, Seth, and your ice cold chili are making me upset right now, and I think you should reevaluate your position on the game because the negative. I, I mean, honestly, at this point. The thing I'm worried about most this weekend is is your negative energy poisoning the well here. Oh,
1: oh, oh. My, my negative energy is, first of all, I'm not saying we're going to lose. I never said that, Bob. But my negative energy is just I'm a little worried because I think it's a game that Joe Milton's going to have to play well in. Jalen Milrow played great
7: last week. I don't know if Joe has that performance in him. That's what I'm worried about. I think you're worried about setting up a narrative, a quarterback controversy narrative. And it doesn't matter. We're just gonna run the ball, which we can, and we're gonna play defense, and James Pierce is gonna be in their backfield all damn game. And we're gonna win a slot fest. And I just need you guys to ball the fuck up. I mean,
8: how, how many points?
7: how many points do we need? How many points can we score? Uh, we need 24 points and we can okay. score 30 points. Okay. At least, at least. Okay. <laughs>
4: this is going to be a nasty game. No, it's
7: oh going to be nasty. It, it's going to be a slot fest
4: Ugh. and
1: maybe Tennessee's defense creates some turnovers. You know, maybe they get a pick six. Maybe we can you know, we need to keep a away from pick sixes and away from special teams touchdowns. Their punt returner is their best player on their team if we can keep the ball out of his hands because he scored a touchdown against Arkansas and had a 60-yard return against Alabama that set up a 20-yard drive. So as long as we don't – as long as the Chili man doesn't mess up and as long as we don't turn the ball over and allow them to score on defense, then, like, I do think they're going to struggle to score 24 points, Bob. So, like, if you tell me we can get 24, then I'll take our chances. I've got – I have good news.
7: I have good news on the special teams' front.
1: Okay, I'm waiting.
7: Um, we have Jackson Ross, the greatest Australian football, the astral, greatest Australian rules football player of all time, and he's not going to let whoever their punt returner is that I've never heard of touch the ball. And uh, that's all I got. Uh, good night, boys. I love you. Please, please try to ball the fuck up,
1: Seth. I love
4: you so much, brother Bob.
1: Seth, Bob has put us on fraud watch. Not even warning. Yeah. We're on fraud watch.
4: It makes me sad. As much as I love Bob. It
1: comes around for everybody, and we are currently on Fraud Watch. It is what it is. Okay, let's get uh, common sense investing. I need to make some money. Let's get common sense investing. Uh, how are you, my friend?
9: Hey, how's it going, John? Can you hear me? Yeah, what's going on, brother? Yeah, I just wanted to just say a few points. Um, I'm, I'm with you on Milton. I I, I don't trust him, but here's, here's what I'll say about Texas A&M. Number one. They got Jimbo Fisher, so they automatically. I mean, they're gonna give us ten points. That's just is what it is. Number two, like the only time they went on really the road this year in Miami, they got just absolutely clobbered. That defense looked like straight dog shit. As far as like Alabama, wasn't able to run on them. I mean, Alabama has probably the worst offensive line in the SEC. They're 127th in the country in sacks allowed. They're like 60th in rushing yards. They're absolute dog shit. I might be able to run through that line. Like, seriously. So, I'm not really as concerned about Texas A&M's defense. But to your point, I am a little concerned about Milton. Um, But I I think we get it done. I mean, we haven't lost in Nealon in, like, fucking almost two years now. So, I think think we get it done this weekend. That's all I got.
3: Appreciate you.
1: And I agree. If this game was in Texas A&M, obviously, I think we all feel much differently about it. But the Jimbo Fisher point is a point. And I thought that he cost, honestly, Seth. Think he cost them the win against Alabama last week. I I thought he was atrocious. I think he was atrocious. Him going for, uh, him punting on fourth and one from their forty like five yard line in a tie game, from Alabama's forty five yard line was atrocious. Alabama uh, got a touchback and went right down the field and scored a touchdown. And then he kicked a field goal down seven that was blocked that should have been returned for a touchdown. I thought he was terrible. I thought he was absolutely abysmal and, you know, I really think he cost him the win. He can't win on the road and he does suck. Like it is true. Like he he is a loser. We do have that going for us.
4: Yeah, that's the best thing. That That's the absolute best thing is that I think they're, uh, Steve Adazio hasn't been good as off the line coach. It doesn't seem DJ Durkin. I don't know. I, I mean, their, their secondary has been terrible. I will say like, it was annoying me so much before Connor Wegman got hurt when people would talk about their offense and how it was improved when they were getting all these points on special teams and because of the defense. Like the Miami game would have been even worse if Texas AM didn't have two touchdown drives that were under 20 yards or whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, even last week, you know, they scored, like uh, I yeah. said, a 20 yard drive. And then against Arkansas, they had 14 points. They would have scored 20 points against Arkansas. Their offense is atrocious. Like, I like to bet. I like to gamble. I am eyeing t- Texas A&M under 26 and a half points because I don't see a way they get 27 points inside Dillon Stadium unless we just hand them at least 10. Yeah. Their offense ain't scoring 27 points. Agree. So like if you need me to heat up the chili and be positive, like I do think I do think if we lose, it's going to be like 24 to 20 and our offense just gets get, gets completely shut down. Because I think 24 points is the absolute max A&M will score. Let's grab Connor. Connor, you are up. If we can get you connected. It's buffering. Waiting. Waiting. All right, Connor, it might be time to invest in a, a MAFA.
4: Connor, absolutely wrecked.
1: My goodness. I've been there. I've needed a my five. I've been out in the country before. I don't know how to get it to stop buffering. So uh, the floor is open because I don't know if Connor's ever going to connect. So we are wide open. I, and I'm sorry for taking a turn to negative town at the beginning, Seth. I, I hate that you feel the same way I do. I wish that you were positive this week. And I don't want to say I'm negative, but I am coming into this. This game is almost a game where I just feel like if you survive and win by one point, then you've you could just move on. Because I do think it's a bad matchup.
4: I would be thrilled with a one point win. Right. I think it would just signal like another solid because I think the program is kind of handicapped right now with the quarterback issues. So getting a win over this team would signal another really positive step forward for the program. That is, and we're going to be better in time just because we're going to have Nico.
1: Like, against South Carolina, we talked about how he needed good wins. We won by 21 points, and I still wasn't, like, that happy coming
4: out of the stadium. Yeah, it was gross. And
1: that was a 21-point win. Like, I don't feel that way about AM, obviously. With AM I think win, survive, don't lose, which obviously goes hand-in-hand hand with win. And that's a successful Saturday. And that'll set sort up of a pretty good fun game against Alabama, right? Yeah. You have your tickets
4: for Alabama? Yes, me and my sister will be going. How far away are you from campus? From Tuscaloosa. It's pretty far from me. Oh, really? It's like two hours and 45 minutes. Okay. Probably. But I would just stay in Birmingham at Claire's house. So
1: Nashville's closer.
4: Oh yeah, Nashville's way closer than Tuscaloosa. Yeah, Tuscaloosa is like in Mississippi.
1: I've never been to Tuscaloosa. I'm not a geography yeah. guy, Seth. So I don't know where it's like. It's like Mississippi, basically. To me, you should be closer to something in the state than in Tennessee. I mean, I obviously understand
4: how borders work and such, but I
1: would have thought you'd been closer in three hours.
4: No, it's a it's a little bit of an annoying drive. How many games have you gone to Tuscaloosa in? A ton, a lot. Okay, yeah, I've seen Tennessee beat Alabama more in Tuscaloosa than I have in Knoxville. Okay. I've been to a lot. of. We used to go every year. Um, We used to go every time I was in Tuscaloosa. So, yeah. The lines are wide open
1: if anyone else wants to talk. I didn't have any takeaways really from the South Carolina game. I know we didn't do a spaces last week, but it just felt kind of like a gross game. But it was one where your defense really showed out.
4: Yeah, I thought Tennessee should have scored like 60 points. (laughs) It felt that way. Um, but you know, whatever. All right, somebody call in. Somebody call in. For all the people that have been calling us cucks, quit calling us cucks and call in. Quit being a cuck and call in.
1: Yeah, me and you can. Uh, me and you could text each other this. All right, let's try Connor again. Let's see if he has found the myFi. Is Connor going to get cucked by service again? Let's see. I believe in Connor it's it's not connecting again Connor you're bringing shame to your family right now you're bringing shame to your family did you think Max Johnson looked good against Alabama because I thought he showed flashes but like oh wait Connor maybe made it through oh God I uh, it sounds terrible Connor ah uh- Yeah. No, you sound terrible, Connor. You you, got to go. I'm sorry, brother. I couldn't hear a word you were saying. I'm sorry. I feel like he was also getting ready to yell at us and call us cucks
4: too, Seth So just go ahead and get out ahead of that ourselves. Um, I thought Max Johnson didn't look good, but also didn't think he had time at all. He was just. I thought Texas A&M offensive line isn't good. I mean, like. Max Johnson had no time. He holds onto the ball too long. I mean, he's fine, whatever. I don't really think there's that much of a drop-off between him and Connor Wegman, honestly. No, I That's thought
1: funny. when he had time, he made a couple nice throws. Right. Yeah, he just had no time. Right Let's on.
4: got Blue Moon. Let's go. get Blue Moon ball. Before Blue
1: Moon ball starts gapping, one word about the Titans or Colts, Blue Moon ball, and you're immediately out of here. Let's
10: oh man. There's your warning. I had to ignore all, right. all of
1: your FaceTime requests on, on Sunday afternoon.
8: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I just want you to know, this is a Texas AM and <clears throat> Tennessee volunteer space. And one word about the Titans and the Colts, and you are so far out of here so fast.
11: We are not losing to Max fucking Johnson. You're worried to death about Nico, Max Johnson, or Matt, or whatever the hell his name is. He's not beating us. At kneeling. 44 17. Complete blowout. <laughs> I mean, Jalen Wright goes for 125. Walter Nolan will be nullified. It's. Nice word. Not happening, boys. Not happening. 44
1: to 17. Okay. Yep.
11: Two special teams touchdowns laying it on the table. It's D Williams time. D Williams. Okay. They, well, I mean,
1: 17. 17- you know, that lines up with what I say. I, I don't think a can score enough points. No as chance. As long as we score, we'll be okay.
11: Joe damn Milton score enough points to beat this team easily. Uh, uh, if he can score, what would we score against South Carolina? Don't remember. 32,
1: 30? 40, 45, I believe. I believe it was 40. Where was that? 41 to 20 is that what the score was at? Uh, 42 21 what the yeah. hell is the score?
11: Yeah. Yeah, yeah 41, to he'll easily, 41 to 20. He'll easily hit that 41 point marker again. No problem. No can't, problem. Can't stand the son of a bitch, but he'll have to hit it.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm not sure you've convinced me fully yet, but I appreciate the effort.
11: I just don't see what can they do on offense to score points on us. On I the don't road?
1: Worry. They do on offense. I'm worried about what they do on defense and what we do on offense. I, again, let me say for the third goddamn time, BMB. I don't think Texas AM and can score. I don't think they're going to score more than 24 points. I'm wondering if we can get to 24. That's what when's I'm worried the, about.
11: When's the last time Josh Heupel didn't hit 24 at home?
1: Um, I mean, I don't know how many we scored against Ole Miss that year. 26. I mean, that wasn't that wasn't that great. What did we score against Ole Miss in 21?
11: I don't see them laying down every other play in the fourth quarter to slow us down like that.
1: Well, I hear you. I hear you. But I also don't think we're going to go very fast either.
11: I think uh, Jalen Wright outscores. The running game outscores Texas. No, what we score
1: against Alabama? What we score against Florida this year, BMB.
11: At home. At home.
1: Oh, 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 at home. Gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha game. Yeah, we're not going to talk
11: about the swamp. That's some bullshit voodoo stuff. That yeah, don't count. yeah,
1: yeah. I, I got you. Just, just checking. Just checking because I feel like we've gotten held under under twenty four points plenty of times.
11: Yeah, plenty of times on the road, but we scored sixteen
1: damn points. We scored sixteen points in Florida.
11: That's a long time ago. Different area code. It was don't like Three weeks ago. Yeah, it's last month.
1: We scored thirteen points last year against Georgia.
11: Oh, you're bringing up old shit. Gonna well, be a beautiful day.
1: We scored 14 points in the swamp in 2021. The boys can look. The miss. boys can
11: start looking ahead to Alabama. Getting prepared for that. Use this as a tune-up game.
1: 17 against Georgia in 21.
11: It's not Seven. a damn tune-up game. I ain't gonna say a tune-up <laughs> game.
1: I ain't
11: gonna go that far. Uh, it just uh, seems like uh, the whole it's like this game doesn't have the attention it should. I won't say it deserves a lot of attention, but it's like Weird vibes all week, you know, talk now, shows and I, I feel the media. opposite.
1: I, I feel like everyone's kind of just penciling in a win, which, I mean, I think everyone's correct in assuming Texas A&M is not as good as they're supposed to be, but, like, I, again, I'm not trying to be negative, but I don't, I'm not penciling in a win here. The spread went from seven to three and a half, you know, in, basically in two days.
11: Did it really open up? I heard somebody say that. I didn't think it opened up, officially opened up at 7. Yeah, no, it
1: did. It did. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, like, at least uh, offshore. I mean, not in, maybe not in Vegas, but you could bet on it online at 7.
11: I see. Oh, well, I mean, it's, I'm glad it's 3.30. It'll be a blowout. I'll be able to turn to the mac and cheese by eight o'clock. Okay, celebrate the victory. So you're on <laughs> record no for a problem. blowout, forty-five to forty-four to seventeen. That's your score. That's your score prediction. We're we have the game well in hand halfway through the third quarter. Okay, they'll be up there chanting and doing all that weird shit in their little white outfits. It won't matter. Okay, so they ain't winning. Okay, I'll give you ten
1: seconds of Colts <laughs> Titans. Go ahead.
11: Hey, you man, new bid. coach.
1: You fell for it. New- you're out of here. You thought I was actually going to let you talk about that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, BMV. No, 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 no. Seth, he thought I was about to let him do it. (laughs) Absolutely not. That man FaceTime requested me three times, and he kept texting me. I just want to read you the text he was sending me. uh, Giving this guy my phone number was the worst idea. Here's what I get at 102. Good luck, (laughs) but also fuck you. That was at 102. At 108, I have already yelled at a kid who cheered Zach Eady for beating in the drum. I hate Purdue. 15. <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, Henry is so damn big in person. He look he makes hops look small. I was also shocked the size comparison between Buck and Grover. Those fuckers are all huge. <laughs> They're professional football players. Yeah. Great analysis, BMB. NFL players are big. 155 p.m. Fuck you and these goddamn period refs. 310. Like I said before tomorrow, fuck you, O oh, U. I assume he means you. We'll love you tomorrow, regaless, R-U-G, R-E-G-U-A-E-S-S. Then he tried to say regardless, R-E-G-U-A-R-D-L-E-S-S. And then he tried to say it again. He spelled R-E space G-A-R-D-L-E-S-S. <laughs> then at 4.27, he tried to FaceTime me and I didn't answer. So then he texted me. Love you, my brother. Outside of UT and Big John, fuck the rest of the Titan boys. I said I hope you're having a great time. And then he's been texting me the last couple of days about the Braves. He doesn't like the Braves either.
3: And he thought Who I does? was going
1: to come on here and, and talk about it. To answer your question, Gabe, I was in the bathroom. Okay, I'm out of the bathroom now. All right, it was a little bit of echo, and I got in the bathroom. I'm sorry. All right, Connor, one more try, Connor. This is your last try, Connor. Three strikes and you're out. I'm going to remove you from the whole damn space. You can't sound good this time.
3: Uh, do I sound right or not, not right now?
1: You sound great. This is redemption
3: arc. This Thank is your, you, this sir. Is your, Thank you, sir. This is your
1: comeback story. Let's. What do you got for us? I
3: appreciate it, brother John. Now, I'm with y'all on this. We cannot be hogs out over our shoulders going to this game. I'm agreeing with y'all. Whoever's calling y'all frauds are just fucking idiots who have their highs up too high. All right, I think okay. we'll win, but shit. We can't go into this thinking we got the Hogs out. We'll beat them, but gosh darn. I mean, we can't be high hopes about this. Texas A&M is a good team. Not great, but we're no great team either. I don't think Joe Milton's able to go out there and get the job done just like Hendo used to, to be honest.
1: So, Connor's saying, Seth, right now, metaphorically speaking, our Hogs are not down to our knees. We cannot just walk around with it out dangling. We have to keep it up because yeah. we are not we're not good enough to do that. Exactly,
3: and first of all, y'all are not on fraud watch. Brother Bob ain't know what the hell he's talking about. Y'all, he he's what does. you call a optimist. We are pessimists, and in philosophical terms, we are realists. He's the idiot. You. John Reed, Seth, I love you. Been listening since I was thirteen years old. Go damn ball!
1: What a man! How old are you
3: now? How old are you now, Connor?
1: <laughs> well, if he's been listening since he was thirteen, I'm gonna assume it was when we first started. So seven years ago, we'll say he's nineteen. Uh,
4: Old.
1: <sighs> well, you know the years start going and they don't stop coming. You know what I mean? It's true. R.I.P. to that singer from Smash Mouth. That was a Smash Mouth reference.
4: Oh, he just died, didn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's why I said R.I.P. Yes. I forgot he had died. I'm gonna give Connor one more chance. He, uh, he I guess, <laughs> I guess he dropped and he wants to finish his call. So um, there's a there's an error. There was an error adding Kanban. Connor, I love you. I'm not I'm not breaking your back. I'm not breaking your back. It was a great cause, Electric. Go out on a high note, my friend. Go out on a high note. But yes, Seth, he just died. But yes, we are old. 2016 was a long time ago.
4: The Grim Reaper comes for us
1: all. That's the only certainty in life, they say. Death. And the Phillies kicking the Braves' ass in the playoffs
4: being disappointed by Joe Milton.
1: Well, we've only been disappointed once so far by Joe Milton. Joe Milton has a chance to go the easiest, the the most boring 10-2 and two of all time. It's on the table. Or at least the most boring 9-3 of all time. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because I don't think it could be boring to lose to Alabama and Georgia, or to beat one of Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, I agree. One of those would be a signature moment, but he has a chance to go nine and three without beating anybody. His best win would be Texas A&M, an unranked four and two <laughs> Texas A&M. It's on the table, like nine and three. We should have sleptwalked to nine and three. Yeah, here we are worried.
4: It's it's a sad state of affairs. It ain't great. It's a sad, it's a sad state of affairs.
1: Jordan Moore posted this. Texas A&M has lost seven straight true SEC road games. Jimbo Fisher has not beaten a ranked opponent on the road since. You want to guess since the last time Jimbo Fisher won a rank, beat a ranked opponent on the road?
4: I'm going to guess it was like 2014 Florida State won at Clemson.
1: 2015, you're close. Two, was it Florida State at Clemson? I don't, it was 2015. I don't know when it was or what year it was, but 2015 – um, I don't know who it was. All right, Jimbo Fisher is 12-6 and six when facing an opponent coming off of a bye. So when that opponent is coming off of a bye. That's actually pretty good to beat a team 12 out of 18 times. That it's is pretty good. That, that is pretty good. He's 1-8 and eight in the CBS 330 time
8: slot.
1: He has never won a game at Texas A&M as a road underdog. He is winless as a road underdog at A&M.
4: Like I, I mean, I think he sucks. Like I, I, his, did you his explanation for not going, not going for it on fourth down was hilarious. If it was fourth in inches,
1: he, he said, if we forward. were a foot closer, he said. Yeah. So if it was, yeah. it was fourth and and, and two thirds of a yard, he would do it, but not a full yard. Not a full yard. No, he's a moron, and like if I'm texting him, obviously I'm fed up with that. But what can you do? All right, we are wide open for other calls. I could text Seth all this stuff. We're, we do this for you guys, so if anybody wants to talk, now's the time. Houston is up three to two in the ninth inning against Minnesota.
4: Actually, I really have enjoyed Adam Wainwright on the on the I, been, Adam Wainwright's been good. I think
1: evening. I think Texas Houston will be a pretty fun ALCS. That'll be pretty good. Yeah, the Rangers are fun
4: they would eight straight ALCSs for the Astros,
1: right? The Astros just keep winning, man. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're,
4: they just keep they're winning. They're inevitable.
1: Yeah. Cheating, no cheating, doesn't matter. They just keep winning. Yep. Like, at a certain point, we're going to add up and, like, Jose, or, uh, um, Jose Altuve is going to be, like, fourth all-time in playoff wins since, like, 1950 or something. They just
4: seem inevitable. All right. Well, somebody please call in? Well, don't beg. That's below us. Don't beg. Like you, like
1: you said, I could I could text this to you. Well, I know, yeah. We, we, but yeah, we'll we'll end this before we beg. Don't beg people to talk. Not bad. Cut it out. Cut it out. Yeah, we we don't. It's unbecoming of us. You're coming up for the game, correct? Yes. I do not plan on going to the game. I don't deem this as a big game. What? Well, hi yeah. Uh... It's an unranked team, Uh, you know. Can we talk about ticket prices? Can we talk about ticket prices inside Neyland Stadium? And inside uh, Thompson Bowling Arena at Food City Center, they were selling Alabama tickets today, $208 for face value lower level. For face value. That's face value for lowers? Yeah, for the Alabama game, $208.
4: That's not what I paid for
1: them. Maybe you got a deal, but that's what Caleb said in the discourse. What CB said, two hundred eight dollars. By- well,
4: I, I, I hope he has to pay five hundred dollars a piece for him. That's hateful. Oh, hey, that's hateful. Oh, that's hateful. Well, you bro. know, it's true. It's true. That's what I hope. I'm vind- I'm vindictive and petty. I don't even. I don't even consider him a patron.
1: That's my pickleball partner you're talking about.
4: Hey, well, he should cut the check a little higher.
1: No, he's a great pickleball partner. That's my friend you're talking about. Just because he doesn't want to see you doesn't mean I don't have to. Lie. Does that mean you can cancel him?
4: He lied to me. We're
1: headed to the bottom of the ninth. All right, uh, two-minute warning. If no one talks in the next two minutes, I'm going to bed. And by going to bed, I mean putting on a scary movie. I'm trying to watch a bunch of those this month. Have you ever heard of the movie Revenge, Seth? I have not. I watched it last night. It's about this woman who goes and bad things happen to her, but then she gets revenge revenge it's good it's one of the more gnarly uh scenes i've ever seen though because they they do something to her i'm trying not to spoil it because people want to watch it because it's got like 90 percent on rotten tomatoes it's, it's a good movie but it's got one of the coolest like images pretty good movie if you're looking for it. it's not really scary but it's like a a revenge movie i guess then i watched nicholas cage as the vampire last night in renfield where he was Count Dracula. That one was okay. <laughs> Just okay. And it was fun. <laughs> it was it was Nicholas Cage as Dracula and that Aquafina girl. Or what's her name? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about the the Asian comedian Aquafina. Aquafina.
4: Oh yeah 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 her.
1: Yeah.
4: I don't really know anything about her.
1: Mm, Mike's requesting, but. Mike doesn't even follow us on Twitter, so I'm gonna go ahead and remove him from here because if you don't follow us on Twitter, then there's we're not letting you talk. All right, Seth. Well, I'll talk to you later. Appreciate you.
4: I love you, buddy. It was it was a it was a blessing as always.
1: I hate that uh, we ended it so short, but nobody wanted to talk. So I guess that's what happens during a bye week. I don't know. Maybe people was nervous about AM. Well, hold on. The sheriff wants to talk. The Sheriff saved the night. You guys can all thank the Sheriff. Getting right under the gun.
0: What's up, Sheriff? Howdy, fellas. How y'all doing? Doing all right. How are you, brother? Doing good. I was going to talk real quick about the scary movies. Uh, a friend and oh. I... bring it on. A friend and I, I thought I had the greatest idea a couple weeks ago of coming up with uh, Ice Cream Tuesdays, where we get ice cream and we've been watching through the screen movies, so... <laughs> okay that's a great night yeah
1: how far have you guys made it into ice cream tuesdays uh
11: we are
0: three episodes in and we're gonna finish on halloween so okay <clears throat>
1: how do you feel about scream three i don't feel like it really holds up
0: uh that's what my friend he had already watched through him and that's what his opinion was going into it of the three so far definitely ranks third but i wouldn't say it's yeah awful
1: they say they say that there were rewrites in it.
0: They say that
1: it leaked to the media, so that Wes Craven then tried to like outsmart everybody, because originally there were supposed to be two killers. The one girl in the bathroom that is stealing the mask, she's supposed to be one of the original killers, but they changed that because if you notice, she's the only person. Not to like spoiler alert you through the other six movies. But she is the only person that doesn't die on screen. You're supposed to believe that she's dead and you didn't see her actually get stabbed. She was originally supposed to be the second killer, but they changed it for some reason. Therefore, like the some of it doesn't make sense to me like when you actually watch the final cut. It's by far the weakest.
0: I'll be honest. I was halfway paying attention to you saying that because I had a bet in this hockey game. But also, <laughs> we really got to talk about that. <laughs> Fair enough. Usually usually I would kick you off for that, but,
1: you know, I'm going to (laughs) allow it to happen.
0: (laughs) I appreciate it. Uh, My thoughts on the game Saturday, I think we, even though their D-line and their rush defense is really, really good, I still think we're going to be at least halfway decent on the ground. I don't think we can win solely on our run game like we thought we could going into that Florida game and um, like we did really against South Carolina. I think Joe's going to have to make a couple big throws. And I think his deep ball, I think it'll be the deciding factor of the game. I think it's possible that we can score off a deep ball from him. But uh, I was going to ask, see if y'all know anything about Thornton starting this weekend or not. I think I saw him second on the depth chart.
1: Yes, yeah, Seth, good question. What do you anticipate from uh, wide receiver this, this weekend?
0: I mean, Josh
4: Heupel said they're just going to plug and play and Thornton can play the outside. I mean, I, maybe. I don't know. I got to see it to believe it with Dante Thornton. They also said he could just play on the inside, too. So, like he could play inside or outside this week. I got to see it to believe it with him.
1: Do you think that losing Brew is a big loss for the offense? We haven't really talked about that yet.
4: Um, I think it is on screen passes because he's such a good blocker.
1: Yeah. And he's so good at getting short yardage. If he I just thought he screen. was never
4: utilized. He deserved better from Tennessee than he got, is my opinion. He should have had a monster year this year, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I do wonder if he would have had with a different quarterback. But, yeah, he's not meant for the quick out-of-the-backfield passes. So, I mean,
4: it's a loss, yeah, because he's sure-handed and he catches the ball and he is really good at blocking on those squirrel screens. But, I mean, I don't think it's –
0: that
4: big a deal yeah that's suck
1: for him though
0: i'll hop off one last thing score prediction i think uh vegas may have been right with their original line. i think it's uh tennessee's in a good spot for them coming off a ball where you kind of forget about them so i'm going to say balls 31 uh a and m 23 all right appreciate you bro have the, the over under for Tennessee,
1: Seth, is 30.5. If you're just looking at the team total, 30.5. The implied score right now is 30.5 to 26.5. That's a
4: lot of points for Tennessee. That's a lot of points for this Tennessee team.
1: So you don't think we get to 31? Do you? Well, I asked you the question first, but... I,
4: know, I don't think so. Not maybe maybe with a special teams touchdown or defensive touchdown.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's going to take some turnovers to get there, but I agree. I do not... See, I, I don't know. I think if you told me it was 33 and a half, I'd say under. Because I, th- I, I can't see us scoring 31 points. Like, barely beating it by a half point. I think it's a really good line. Shocker, but Vegas is good at what they do. I told you already, I think that their their total of 26 and a half, I think, is too high. But I could see us winning 31 to 24.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I just have no confidence in the offense. Well, you know, I have a lot of
1: confidence in the run game, but SEC Mike, my brother, despite saying that he thought Kentucky and Missouri had a chance of being a playoff game this week. My God. Despite him saying that, he has properly pointed out that Tennessee is getting ready to play the top five run defenses in the SEC the next five weeks.
4: That's comforting.
1: It's not. It's not comforting. But it's a chance for us to prove that we actually have a legitimate run game because so far, like, our schedule's been really, really easy, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's been really, really easy. And I'm a little worried about these numbers that we have seeing how we haven't had to do it against anybody, and the only legitimate opponent we played, Florida, we basically couldn't move the ball against, or at least score against.
4: To me, that's troubling. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They've beaten nobody. Tennessee's beaten nobody.
1: No, no, I mean, we've beaten... Nobody that we have beaten has a winning record in FBS football. Like Austin P is three and two in FCS, but like nobody we've beaten has a winning record. South Carolina's two and three, Virginia's two and three. We've beaten nobody. That's a sobering stat. Well, it is, especially when like when you look at the defensive numbers, because like we're we're basically in lockstep with Texas A and M, like on all the defensive stats. But like when you compare like who they played versus who we've played it just tells a completely different story you know what I mean like we should be much much better considering our opponents because Texas A&M's 4 and 2 but at least they've played Miami and three SEC games now I want to act like Auburn and you know Arkansas are great by any means but they're better than anybody we've played besides Florida right like Auburn and, yeah. Auburn and Arkansas are better than any of the other teams we've played so to me that's what sure. I keep, that's what I keep coming back to that's why I keep worrying but I'll end the night reiterating that at least the game is inside Neyland Stadium, and we do not lose inside Neyland Stadium. And Texas A&M does not win on the road. Let's get a Hogs preseason update from Capacritic. <laughs> What's up, Capacritic? Good
10: evening, gentlemen. How are you? Buddy? I'm excellent. I hope you both are well. I have no profound statements about t- Tennessee. It's going to be a one-score game. We're going to win and we're going to lose. Yeah, I, you know, I it, <laughs> it, it, life will go on. We we've got to we just got to keep our sanity. I can't go through this every Saturday. Every Saturday it feels like I'm going to have a heart attack. It's just it's so painful. So if you could just go in with that attitude of, hey, we we might win by 4, we might lose by 6, you know, just life will be better that way. I, that's that's what I'm convincing myself of,
1: Seth. Your thoughts? We will either win a one-score game or lose a one-score game, and life goes on.
4: I, I, I agree with I agree with brother Cavaquitic which is no surprise. Um,
1: He's a very smart man.
4: It's just you can't really get too torn up about a team led by Joe Wilson.
1: Probably for, probably for the best. It's probably
10: for the best. What I do have profound statements oh. about is. Post game thoughts of of preseason game one for our Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> Here is who's chilly is hot. And okay. Kongu is gonna have a monster season. John. He's gonna be he's so good. Hell, he might shoot forty percent from three. Capaquita Quinn, our brother Quinn, is unlocking the young man. He did he he he, he hit two threes last night, John. He's two for three. Like I said, he might shoot forty percent. Led the team in threes, tied with four other guys, but he led the team in threes. Seth Lundy, the second rounder, a little scrappy guy. I like him. I think he can Seth, do stuff. Do you have any,
1: Seth, do you have any thoughts on Seth Lundy? Who is that? What do you well, play college it, for?
10: Penn State. Penn State. Oh, okay. you, you shouldn't know him. A little scrappy, two, three. I, I like him. I, I think he can. College basketball
1: casual, Seth Hughes. By the way, Houston just eliminated.
10: No, I'm I'm educating Seth. He And the third guy is who he really needs to know is Mohammed Gay, or better known as Mo Gay. He should be everyone's favorite player. Mo Seth Gay. Loves, Seth loves Mo Gay. Mo Gay, 6'9, running up and down the floor, shooting threes, blocking shots. This is everyone's new favorite player, Mo Gay.
1: Okay, we can't talk more Hawks preseason basketball, Cap We You got you to gotta give me something balls related. All right, let's talk about the Vols. Give balls. Give me some balls related.
10: You know, every time I talk to you about the Vols, then I stay up for another two, three hours. I'm anxious, <laughs> but I'm no,
1: don't get anxious. Don't worry about it. You just said, hey, it is it is what it is. Either we win close or we lose close. No big deal. I'm,
10: I'm relying on the fact that we're going to win. We do well at home. How pretty uh, is Nealon
1: going to look, though?
10: I, I went to a South Carolina game and that was my first game in Nealon since well before the pandemic.
1: Oh, glad you came by
10: the tailgate. Good to see you. Uh, Look, I drove in hot from Atlanta that day. I, it was yeah, so that's cool. Quick.
1: Glad you came. I, glad you came by the tailgate. Good to see. Didn't,
10: you. Didn't have time to tailgate. I will next time. I promise. Good, good atmosphere. Enjoyed it. A little too long for the liquor lines, but uh, you know, I was at Stanford recently. They don't even sell beer to those idiots. So at least we have access to it. Um, I was appalled at the security. You, I mean, you could sneak a, a bazooka in
1: there. I, 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 I always I always get so nervous when I go to games yeah. because they don't pat you down at all. Anybody could come in with anything. Yeah, my buddy had a flask. He was freaking out. It's uh, crazy. It's crazy. flask? I'm, I'm not worried about you getting drunk. I'm worried about you coming in blowing me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about flask. Uh, yeah. Sneak uh, a whole you. bottle in. Nobody cares.
10: I'm with you. But enjoyed it. I, I
1: plan on... Come back up soon so okay well appreciate you as always and how many days are we how many days away are we from the regular season
8: we've
10: got two weeks from tomorrow actually two weeks from tonight because i was planning on going to see my buddy in charlotte works for sec network but it's not going to happen so two is weeks peter from burns night
1: no oh okay no I, i'm I gonna come back to it. atlanta not, we're it. gonna go to a hawks game together this year i'll see let's you let's soon do let's do it all right, he's out of here. I am hawked up though, Seth. I will be honest. I am excited about the Hawks. I am excited about the Hawks. Me Do you too. have any final thoughts? No, I don't Man, the I don't Diamondbacks are up 2 to 2 to nothing. Yeah, they already up and, up the two to nothing. and the Las Vegas Aces are kicking the Liberty's ass too. My goodness. You watching WNBA? Uh, no. It's 50 to 36 in the th- 3 minutes left in the second quarter. My god, the Aces are just Is it the finals? Yeah, this John Quill Jones, 14 points and nine rebounds. It's still the first half. My God, Seth. She might go 30 and 20 tonight. Candace Parker is going to get another ring. I mean, she's hurt. She's not playing, but she's on the team. It still counts. Let's get Zane. Zane, thanks for ste- stepping up to the plate, my brother. How are you tonight? Hello, Zane. Oh, no, it's still let down. Zane. Mm,
10: awkward.
8: Awkward.
4: Oh man, very low energy.
1: You're muted now, Zane. All right, Zane. You know what? You've been removed from the speakers because sloth has been added to here we go. Maybe the night can be safe, Steph. Let's go. Sloth is here. Sloth, the energy has
6: been low tonight. See if you can save us. Yeah, no surprise. I mean with, with everything that's going on in the world right now. There's just really not a lot of time for sports ball. That's true. We are
1: we are at war. We are at war right now and it really puts things
6: in perspective. Brother Twink Aquitic looks and sounds like he has a large bag of his fingernail clippings in his closet. That's that's hateful. That's hateful. He's a handsome man. Well, whatever. He didn't stop by the tailgate, so Well, that is true. He has canceled. Oh, it's just hard to get up. My braves have gotten bent over the fucking couch the last couple of nights. Sloth, I tried to tell you, 20, they cannot beat
1: Philadelphia in Philadelphia. They can't do it. It was 17-6 to 6 last year. What made you think this year was going to be any different?
4: The Phillies have better players. What do we even – the Phillies have better players. Like they, they, like they have better players.
6: That's just your opinion, man.
4: It's, it's true.
6: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the – you have a season like that, and then you show up in the uh, in the playoffs and just completely shit your pants. You know, Sloth, it's a lot like
4: it, showing up to the Swamp and shitting your
6: pants. Yeah.
4: It really makes you think about this super suspicious season the Braves had. What,
6: what are you alleging, Seth?
4: I'm just saying, it's, it's just been weird that all these random dudes all of a sudden just are unstoppable. Orlando Arcia made the All Star game.
1: Seth's so accusing the Braves Orlando, of cheating stuff. Or a swap.
4: Orlando Arcia. They got rid of Freddie Freeman and Dansby Swanson and got better.
6: Well, the Braves got the MVP on their team, and they can't do shit right now.
1: Well, do you think there's any? Do you think there's any truth to the rumors that the Braves are better without Ronald Acuna? Because keep in mind, they did win the World Series without him.
2: I mean.
6: <laughs> I mean, it's hard to argue with your eyeballs. <laughs> you can't argue with that. You can't argue with your eyeballs. What are you going to believe, me or your lying eyes? Keep in mind that the Dodgers were injured. You didn't have
1: that going for you. But when Ronald Acuna was not on the team, the Braves won the World Series. And now they're getting set to get set home in what I'll call the first round of the playoffs. I'm not honoring the three-game series bullshit. This is the first round of the playoffs. They're about to go home. Two years in a row in the first round.
4: Can we just admit the Braves got absolutely cucked by Bryce Harper tonight? I mean, the throat slam, staring down Orlando RC. Bryce Harper is cool. He is so cool. As
1: we've talked about the Discord, patreon.com slash Ranch. Bryce Harper is the coolest player in baseball. It's just, a, it's just yes, a
8: fact. It's
4: not even close. Neither
6: of you were anywhere to be found <laughs> last night when his dumb ass was running the bases. No. Like a was, I was chicken there with his head cut off.
4: I don't, I don't troll when I'm with my when – Two nights dad. ago, I was there, Sloth, and I said,
1: hey, he had a bad game. And I kept saying during the game – I mean, no one gives me credit for anything, although my baseball takes <laughs> might be my best sports. I'm batting like the 90% Dodgers. of my baseball takes. I said in like the fourth inning, hey – the Phillies are leaving too many guys on base. Bryce Harper's had two at bats with two guys on base, and he hasn't knocked anybody in. That's gonna haunt That's gonna come back to haunt them. And sure enough, it did. I was there. Now I didn't like really make fun of him for the base running error because you know he was just trying to make a play. But I said, hey, you can't leave ten men on base through four innings and win. My baseball takes a pretty good slop.
6: No one wants to. No one wants to admit it, but. All right, enough about the Braves. Let's talk balls. Okay, let's get to it. We need to update Sloth's manhood corner for Saturday. Okay. Did anybody make it out of the manhood
1: corner from uh, two weeks ago? Joe Milton, did he advance? Did he earn his manhood after the South Carolina game? No. Did Tim no, Banks? No, did
6: Tim Banks did, I believe, and I believe uh, Seth put the defensive line in the man. I court. did. They answered the call. They answered so two, two of, they the call. Two, two, of, the three, two of
1: the three people made it out of the manhood corner. They earned their manhood.
6: Yeah, James I mean,
4: Pierce stepped up.
6: Is is there's no bigger man on the field than James Pierce Jr.? He was balling. He looks great. He is a man. The defensive
1: line altogether. Was really good. And quite frankly, if we're going to beat AM on Saturday, the defensive line is going to have to be really good again. By the way, Sloth, um, I don't think you put him in the corner, but another person that proved he was a man got
6: to give credit to Kamal Haddon for the pick six and been hitting the. Well, I was just about to say, Kamal Haddon is in the manhood corner for Saturday. Oh, so
1: the Neon Dion was not enough for you.
6: It was not enough, the, the true test of a man, the, the true proof of a man is consistency and to back up and to come back and do it every single time you need. That's what you have to do as a man, right? You just got to show up to work every day. You got to show up to work every day and you've got to perform. That's fair. That's fair. Kamal Haddon is in the manhood corner. Kamal
1: Haddon, welcome to the manhood corner. Who else is in the manhood corner?
6: Uh BB, Net and Yahoo.
1: <laughs> this is one of those times where, <coughs> This is one of those times where I fucking like eat it because I didn't get the joke. BB Net and Yahoo. <laughs> Seth explain it to me.
4: He's the prime minister of Israel. <laughs> He's the, he's the leader of Israel. Okay. Has been for like a decade. Okay,
6: gotcha. So he's in the manhood corner. Gotcha. Yeah. Noted. Him, him and Kamal Haddon. Who uh, Who are you guys putting in the manhood corner for Saturday?
1: Um, Let's see. Seth, do you have any nominations for the manhood corner? Yeah, Justin Milton. Just Joe Milton again. He didn't. He didn't work. He, he's already in there. Said because he didn't work his way out. Offensive line. I mean, by the time we talk next week, I'm going to put Ronald Acuna and um, um, Matt Olson in the manhood corner sloth because Matt Olson that, led the league fair. in RBIs and home runs. And so far through three playoff games, <laughs> he is three for twelve with no RBIs and no extra base hits. Everyone, all the Braves fans said he was better than Freddie. Freddie would at least have one extra base hit. Although, actually, you know, he sucked in the playoffs, too. He was kind of like James Harden. Freddie Freeman's kind of like James Harden. But Matt Olson is picking up that that mantle of Braves' first basemen who are really good in the regular season and suck in the playoffs. He's in my manhood corner. I'm putting him there. And, um, you know, am I allowed to put Jimbo Fisher in the manhood corner?
6: Or is it just – Yeah. It, is it, I, I think Jimbo's coaching for his job this year. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: I mean, I think eventually they're going to have to bite the bullet and fire him, especially with Texas coming to the SEC. So like, I don't want to, you know, motivate Jimbo to be better, but he's definitely in the manhood corner. He's been a little yeah, bitch. I- he punted on fourth and one from the
4: 45 yard line in a tie game. He better win because they go at Ole Miss and at LSU still. Right. Like, his
6: his explanation of that punt on fourth and one was some boy ass shit. Yeah,
1: it was hilarious.
4: No,
6: he he's terrible. He's terrible.
1: And I'll be honest, Sloth. I didn't want to point out the elephant in the room, but we need to add some, we need to add some white guys to the manhood corner. So I'm putting Jimbo Fisher into the manhood uh, corner. Bibi Netanyahu's white, John. I don't have a clue who that is. I'm so I'm so uncultured. I don't pay attention to world news.
6: Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, if our quarterback and uh, our corner, our quarterback and our cornerbacks, if if they can act like men on Saturdays, I have no doubt the balls will, will roll through victorious. But if Joe Milton plays like a, a little bitch, then. <laughs> then we're probably going to lose. <laughs> yeah,
1: then we're probably going to lose.
6: All right, Sloth, appreciate you, brother. Have a good night. Yeah, talk to you boys later. Later, buddy.
1: Well, we'll give it 60 seconds to see if anybody else hops on. The uh, the Liberty went on a little bit of a run, Seth. I think a 12-hour run. They're back in the game, just for the record. All right, let's see if we can get Zane on now. Zane, can you hear us? Zane It's still nothing Zane. You're at two strikes. You are so close to being out of here. Zane No. Removing from speaker. What's your plan? Are you coming up on uh, Saturday morning set for the game or Friday night or what? No, Friday night. Friday night, yeah. You want to go to the movies with me? What movie are you going to see? Um, when Evil Lurks. It's a Spanish movie, so we have to read subtitles.
4: Uh, yeah, probably not. We normally try to go to the movies on Friday night, but I, I don't know about all that. We
1: could also go see the Taylor Swift Eras Tour, if you want to go.
4: <coughs> Is there like nothing normal? What about the Leonardo DiCaprio movie? When does that come out?
1: I don't think it's out yet. Okay. I've already seen Saw 10.
4: Saw 10?
1: Yeah. Which was really Saw Two on, on timeline wise.
4: Oh, okay. Cool.
1: So it was supposed to be like three weeks after the original movie. It was actually pretty good. I don't like the Saw movies, but I went to see that one just because I like going to the movies. But I closed my eyes. I was the, I was the only person in theaters, and I closed my eyes when it got too graphic.
4: It's just too much blood and stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I close my eyes when it gets gross. All right, Zane, this is your last damn chance. This is your last damn chance. Let's see if you got it this time. Zane, unmute your mic and talk to the Are
12: we working? We finally got yeah, it. My you goodness gracious, succeeded. I'm sorry. I, I have no idea what's happening it's okay. on my computer. But, uh, how are, BKB, I'll get to you next. How are you guys?
1: You know, well, it's been okay. It's been a little slow tonight. People aren't involved up. People are sad about the Braves. It's okay.
12: John, i got to be honest with you. I I know you do this for a living. You're a professional. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, But when you come out swinging with like a, holy shit, I'm nervous, we're going to lose, it's kind of hard to get the chili hot and get going (sighs) in the spaces.
1: I understand, and I I apologize for that, especially because, like, I wasn't going to do it until I asked Seth how he was feeling. And then have you ever heard of the term confirmation bias? Because he confirmed how I was feeling. And then it was just misery loves company and whatever other cliches you want. We are rolling around in the mud together. Very sad.
12: Yeah, I, just, uh, I, I mean, I think we. it sounds like we kind of all watched this Texas AM and m and Alabama game. I, I, you know, the Vols didn't play. So I'm just confused, like, what happened over the last 10 days that has our chili so cold?
1: Well, I didn't think we looked great against South Carolina either, Zane, uh, especially offensively, at least. Like, we didn't look great.
12: Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta I gotta pick a bone with uh brother sloth uh you know Joe uh Joe had an mri on his knee before that game uh that's true. You know, he's banged up um
1: important to remember he,
12: he came out and and even ran for a first down he didn't like it but he did it uh he he came out and played hurt I think that's a, he, he's trying to claw his way out of the manhood corner and I think this I mean this is this is the coming out party number three and I think the third time's a charm
1: I will say my favorite play of Saturday was when we had a free play and instead of letting the ball go down the field, he decided to scramble and get tackled three yards down the field.
12: Yeah, that was tough.
1: Get caught from behind. I, I did. That was my favorite play. Instead of throwing it to the moon, risk-free, like we know he can do, he decided to run and get hot down. Hey, yes. That was tough. To I'm going to
12: give him the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe he didn't see the flag. Uh, but yeah, that was, it was bad. It was bad. I can't, I can't, I can't really defend him on that. Hey, I will say this. Seth said, um, Seth said something earlier in the spaces that, that all Milro has is the long ball. Right. And and I think, and they gave it to him. And so he just took advantage Correct. of it. They ran for like Correct. 50 yards, right? Uh, we're going to run 22 yards. Well, I think that's the sacks or 30 or without
1: something, sacks. Right? Yeah. They, they ran for 40 without sacks.
12: So, so uh, I, I am worried that we're not going to be able to protect Joe. However, important important to note that Cooper has had 2 weeks to get in shape and get healthy. He shouldn't be breathing so hard. We're going to go fast. It's going to be fun and real.
1: How much time do you need to block for on a just a straight like go route? How much time do you need to be able to block for two and a half seconds?
12: No, not even that long. I mean, I mean, right. Especially because Joe can get so much air under the ball. They can just keep running.
1: Right. So like, you know, basically two seconds, then kind of launch it, throw it up. I mean, like, it feels like we should be able to take some shots regardless of not being able to hold up blocking very long.
12: I I am surprised um, that that I, I feel so much more confidently about our running game than Alabama has. That's just amazing to me. Like, you, you know, in the past couple of years, you wouldn't have think you wouldn't think that. But I'm, I, I have I so totally much agree. confidence in our three running backs. We should be able to run the ball. Texas A&M is going to have to put more guys in the box. And we will be able to take those shots, hopefully. I think our
4: offensive line is better, too, than Alabama's because of the scheme. And with I think Mincy makes a huge deal.
12: It, that's also really surprising, too, with all that bullshit about Alabama's roster and how they're bigger than any NFL line. Just bully a bunch ball, of nonsense. Bully ball,
4: bully ball. They're
12: not good. We should be in that game as well. But we'll get cross that bridge. We've we'll got to beat this unranked A&M team first.
1: See, that's what makes me so nervous, I think, is that we do have a chance to go into the Alabama game with basically everything to play for if we win this game and you know, I I don't know if you believe in the concept of trap games or whatever, but you know, I don't know if people are looking ahead to Alabama. It almost makes me feel like people are when they say they're so confident for this game, but you know, it's a, it's an unranked team that were only three and a half point favorites against. That's what I keep coming back to is that people have seen the matchup and they're betting on Texas A&M.
12: I think their backup quarterback is going to struggle. You know, 3.30 Three thirty in the afternoon. Uh, that checkerboard stadium is gonna look so good.
1: Oh. oh, it's gonna look so pretty.
12: I, 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 mean, he he did okay at home against Alabama, um, but you know, I think he's gonna struggle. I do. I, I, I don't, I don't see him um, having a big day, and I think he would have to, uh, in order to 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 come away with the win. I, I like us by like ten points. I think we'll cover. Okay, uh, that, that's my. That I don't know. I agree with Seth. It's going to be hard for us to score points. I think Tim Banks is going to have to, you know, keep his rear end out of the manhood corner, but uh, you know he's going to have to step up again. How many, do you, how many points? How
1: many points do you think we can score, Zane?
12: <clears throat> I don't know. I I think we can score twenty eight points. Okay. Um, I think thirty five points is is, you know, we may need a defensive touchdown to get to thirty five, uh, or a special teams touchdown. But I do. I, I think I think something like uh 28, 18 or, or or so would be realistic. Uh if Tim Banks steps up, if if Kamal Haddon steps up.
1: Okay. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Anything else before you go?
12: That's it. Boy, boy sorry for the technical difficulties. Appreciate That's you guys okay. letting me come on. Don't don't apologize. Don't apologize for things. It happens. I love you, Let's buddy.
1: keep it rolling while we got people requesting. Let's go get Boss Cog. What's up, Boss Cog, who
5: is a razor book, Razorbacks, Titans, and Grizzlies fan. Let's band, go.
3: So. How are you, brother? Uh, I'm
5: doing good. Uh, here to just transfer a little bit of my – it's been a little too amicable for my liking for the Aggies. Um, I, I have – Okay. I mean, it, it's deep, deep-seed hatred of these weirdos. Like, it, it is nasty business. Uh, getting into battle with these guys, um, I, it may, it's it may be a little personal because I've taken quite a few trips down to Dallas um, and left a loser. Uh, Brother Buzz I, yeah, that... I don't. I
10: don't know if
1: you follow. I don't know if you follow him, Seth. But he is an Arkansas fan, and he is always on the road. I appreciate it as a road warrior myself. But it takes yeah. a lot for him to wake up every day and decide to give his all for a six-win program.
5: Oh, it's um. Yeah, it, it, it hits mm. – so I, for those for a little background, yeah, I, I'm born and raised in Nashville. So grew up just surrounded by Vols. I mean, all inundated. Oh, hear that? You do know, hear that train whistle? Train's coming. Um,
1: <laughs> Don't let it hit you. Grew, Get out of the way. Up,
5: grew up inundated uh, in orange. Hated to Hold on, hold on, hold on. hold on,
1: hold on. So you grew up – inundated in orange, and you chose Arkansas, I'm going to say you're well, on my, thin ice. You need to win me dad, over within no. 10 seconds or I'm kicking you off. You got 10 seconds. No, my
5: dad, hey, it, it runs deep here. It just means more. My dad is an Arkansan grandfather, Razorback. But look, okay. I went, to, so I'll go to Arkansas. Uh, okay. I'm an alum. You know, go up there. I, I became much more appreciative, much more um, accepting, okay. and, and honestly, Supportive. I, I've become. You, you can never kind of lose that.
1: Um I'll allow it. I'll allow it. You can never lose to how, what you're born into.
5: I was born a Razorback. I can never lose that.
1: Let's get but, back to how much you hate Texas
5: A&M. Yeah, yeah. So, so when I see Tennessee now, that's my home state. So I, I support the Vols. I, I got, I got love for the Vols. But I hate A and M, dude. The core, they're a bunch of fucking GI Joe. Cosplay weirdos. They wear swords on the fucking sidelines. weirdos. They, they w- wear they swords no on the
1: sideline.
5: Losers. They they have won absolutely nothing. They support. Hey, shout out. They support their team hardcore because they have won nothing, and people still think they're big time. They got all the money in the world, but won't fire the worst coach ever. Jimbo is a fraud. He is. He is. Has been going downhill for the last. 10 years now, and he's still widely regarded, oh, because we pay him $10 million, he's a good coach. That ain't true. He is a terrible coach. He, he is a fraudulent coach. They have been riding high on this Texas oil energy that they just have there, but they're about to lose that. They're the most insecure bunch of G.I. Joe cosplay losers, and I you gotta take care of them. You Like, I am I am jealous. I'm in deep I, I hate that I can't be there in Neyland to checker it with everybody and just to just scream my heart out to beat the Aggies. Like it it would matter to me that you that the Vols take care of the Aggies. They, hot, they, are, hyped up, I love they are hyped seat. up because of their athletes, but they got nothing.
1: Hot seat Tennessee fans because Boss Cog. Arkansas fan just brought more heat than many people did tonight. No, What's my your score I chili I, I on I the came way on out? late.
5: They're talking oh chilies my chili is hot as shit for you guys to beat the Haggies. Like I I I am this I am beside myself for Tennessee to take home this win. Uh you got Neeland and it's a perfect setting. You got you start in the day, it's a nice uh probably 330 Eastern kick. So it's still a little daylight. Your tailgate's fire. You got a little daylight, but then mid-second, mid-second half, it's night and it's nasty and it's checkered mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. loud and it's a hundred thousand mm-hmm. strong. Dude, uh-huh. They do not have that. Aggies do not have that. All right, like they are on their backup quarterback. They're 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 a good team, but they are not great. They will crack. And okay, it might take the crowd. It, like I'm it, actually they I'm need actually very
1: excited now. I'm actually very excited now. You've done such a good job. I am now convinced we're going to roll. Balls they need are going to roll. You got to be there. No, I'm not going. It's not a big I mean, game. I'm crowd, not going to be there. You know,
5: Nealon needs to be there. Oh,
1: okay. I'm not going personally.
5: <laughs> well, I'm sure Nealon will. Neyland will. Neyland will take it over the top. Yeah, Nealon will survive without me. I appreciate you, what's brother. Uh, you, yeah, I. You need to be a road a road warrior. That that is that is. Where Maybe it's I'll good. go to Alabama. What's give, the, me, uh, give me give me your twenty
8: second point,
1: thoughts. Give me your twenty like, second thoughts on the Titans.
5: Uh, the twenty Titans seconds. Are in hell, right now, dude. Yeah. Titans are in absolute hell. We've yeah. wasted draft capital on mm. shitty quarterbacks. Ugh. Uh, we have no real plan for the future. Vrabel Ugh. is not a guarantee. Like Vrabel has so much goodwill, but it is not guaranteed because I am not seeing much. Meathead yeah. Barrios, what I call him. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm with that. Like he he got us so much goodwill, but he's in charge. A head coach is in charge of offensive coordinator hires. Like, do we not understand that even if the coordinator's bad, the head coach chose that I'm, guy? I'm not.
1: I'm not hating our offensive coordinator so far this year. It's just the red zone
5: does some good things. We yeah, we, we gotta
1: get better in the red zone. We gotta get better in the red zone. I uh I
5: just. If you want just absolute pain, I saw them putting out the twenty and twenty-one drafts that the Titans had. No, no, nope.
1: twenty seconds are up. Twenty seconds are up. All right, Score prediction balls. on the way out.
5: Go Appreciate balls. You, Beat Aggies. Uh, give me 33-27 balls on top. Let's go.
1: Thirty-three twenty-seven. Let's grab Josh. Josh, thanks for holding, brother. You're up next. Unmute your mic and the floor is yours. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Is she mad at
1: you? Is she mad at you?
2: Uh, no. Uh, uh, I just had a question. What do you What do you think about why is Milton not throwing the ball deep? I mean, is that the game plan, or, or the coach is not confident in his accuracy? I mean, it was only one game we didn't. Well, I feel like he only throws a deep ball once or twice a game. From what I like, probably two times a game on average. And I feel like with Hooker, we were throwing like seven, eight. Well, Hooker was a lot better. Well, I agree, but you, you, I believe that Squirrel can pretty much get by anybody, and I believe Keaton. I don't know what's going on with Keaton, but we don't even throw it to him.
1: I think for a while, the first half of the season, we thought, or the first, you know, three games, we thought, hey, the offensive line just can't hold up. I, I don't know what the reason is. I don't know if they just want to, everything to be one read. At a certain point, that's where I crossed over, just thinking, hey, we want to make this as simple as possible. Let's get quick hitters out, quick screen right. passes, quick swings, quick swing passes on top of that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think Texas A&M will give it up deep down the field. If Tennessee's willing to take those shots, that is one thing that I look for offensively is taking deep shots down the field because they couldn't guard Jermaine Burton. And I think we got receivers just as good as him.
2: I agree. And then uh, one more question: What's what's more likely, uh, beat Bama or beat Georgia? Seth, what's more likely, beat Bama or beat Georgia? I think being at Neyland just makes such a huge difference. I would give us the edge uh, against Georgia.
1: Okay, appreciate
2: Personally. appreciate you hopping on, uh, Josh. Appreciate, it. appreciate you, Seth. Georgia or Alabama? What do you got?
4: Uh, man, I I, probably beating Alabama still seems more realistic to me.
1: They're one dimensional, or uh, I mean, I I don't really think they can run the ball like they're their only dimension, especially if you know, Milro can't get over the hamstring issue. They can really only throw the ball deep. That's it. You know, granted, we don't have a secondary that really looks for the ball, so I'm already bracing for some really. Unfortunate pass interference or just like forty yard passes down the field. But outside of that, their offense sucks. Their offense sucks. Yeah, I agree. This is our best chance to beat them there since Saban took over.
4: I mean that's that's obvious, right? Besides that very first year, I guess. When we yeah. got drilled forty one to seventeen, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, 60 seconds before we get out of here. If anybody else wants to hop on, now's the time. It did pick up a little bit. Although the energy's low. People are faking it tonight. They don't really believe. I understand that coming off of bye week, though. I get it, because there's a part of me that didn't even want to do this tonight. Had me and you done a podcast this week, I wouldn't have done the spaces tonight. But since I didn't feel like doing a podcast yesterday, I thought we had to do this tonight. So I get it. We've been low energy, too. Next week, we'll be back and rolling. We'll have AM and then we'll obviously have the Alabama game to look forward to. 30 seconds, if anybody wants to hop on. If not, we're closing it down. I gotta go watch this Brianna Stewart, try to bring the, the Liberty back. Kelsey Plum is handling the rock. All right, Seth, I love you. Have a good night, brother. I love you, too. I'll talk to you later. All right, see you next week. Bye-bye.